Hey guys, just a little bit before the episode actually starts, we have amazing news. Why don't you tell us, Elizabeth? We're going to have Madison on our podcast next week for an exclusive interview with us. Just like last year, if you heard that one. So send us your questions for Madison, either on our Facebook page or on the website Inside MTV Siesta Key. And we'll ask Madison next week. And so you get double episodes next week. Yes, we're excited. Woohoo! It's going to be awesome. Welcome to Inside MTV Siesta Key. I'm Brian Reese. I'm Laura Finaldi. I'm Elizabeth DeGenis. And this week, we, I think, feel like we get teased. It's a roller coaster, up and down, up and down. That's one word for it, for sure. <laughs> Are they or aren't they? Oh, I know. That's all I have to say. I'm exhausted. I felt like, I felt very uncomfortable this episode. I think I told you guys, whatever the episode was where it ended with them at White Buffalo, that was where I felt like deeply uncomfortable, like they're fighting, teetered on maybe like abusive behavior. Yeah. And this episode, I was like, Assuming that that's all real and they weren't told to do most of that for the camera, I was like, girl, you got to get out of there. Like, this is not good, you know? I do feel like Juliet is, like, this is going to be a lifelong learning experience for her. Yeah. Like, this relationship, whatever you call it, right. is going to change how she interacts with people for the rest of her life. Well, that's sad. Yeah, it's just it's just really sad. And, I mean, they fought, it's exactly like you said, Elizabeth, it was almost exactly the same situation as at White Buffalo. It was just so weird because it it started for the most minuscule of all reasons, which is Garrett looked at her Mm -hmm. a certain way. And I don't know, I mean, I didn't even really catch what the look was, but maybe even what, maybe it wasn't even a look. Maybe she just perceived it to be a look. And then Alex failed to step in. But I think that obviously speaks to a deeper problem in their relationship where she wants him to stick up for her in certain instances and he doesn't do it. But it was just, it went off so fast. I totally agree with you. I mean, I do think that that is often how all fights start in any relationship is like, you're like, why don't you take out the trash? And you're like, actually, like, I hate you. You know, And that's never happened to me. I'm just saying. Sure. I imagine that's what happens to other people. But I think that, you know, I totally agree with you. I didn't sense, I didn't see Garrett look at her other than at one point it looked like he was looking at her like, oh, what are you doing? But not anything suggestive. And then it was kind of like Juliet reacted so quickly. Yeah. Like it was like all of a sudden she's like, I'm breaking up with you or we're broken up. And I was like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I mean, how did so she reacted poorly to that look. Sure. Right? right. But she didn't even necessarily want Alex to protect her from that. I don't know. The leer of Garrett, I'm sure. But <laughs> he like one what face. she wants is anything from Alex. Yeah. Like she needs something That's from true. Alex yeah. to say, "Hey, right. I care about you and your right. feelings in some way." That's a good yeah. point. And she was like reaching out for that right. at that right. point, and she didn't. She didn't get it. Which yeah. she does a lot. That happens a lot. And but then he just proves that he doesn't care. Like, or at least maybe he does in his own weird way. But I mean, then he turns on her. In, in the way that he does, the way we've seen him do it before. And then with Polly getting involved, too, it's like, yeah. and then Alex is jumping on with Polly. Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? This is your girlfriend. This isn't, why is Polly involved with this? Polly's, like, obsession with Alex is, is borders on very odd. I because... was like, does he see Julia as competition? Because that's oh, what he was totally. acting yeah. like. He was totally like, oh, he, he cares about me way more than he cares about you. Like, what? Right, right. It was so weird. And, like, My favorite part was when Polly goes, my cousin hates pasta, but he's cooking you (laughs) pasta with salmon last night. First of all, I'm sorry, who hates pasta? 
that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's honestly wrong. Uh, but second of all, aside from your bad opinions, Alex, that's just, it was like a weird thing to, I mean, Polly was like, oh, he's doing this basic thing people do in a relationship. Wow. He's going above and beyond. You know, let's talk about something we've mentioned before, but Alex is different when he's drunk. Yeah. And he yeah. was drunk. At first, it didn't Definitely. necessarily appear that way. But, you know, you can always recognize Alex being drunk because he is much quieter than normal. And then he spouts off in ways that you're like, what? Like, where is yeah. that coming from? Also, it's like behind his eyes. It's almost like there's like nothing yeah. in there, like which is already, I mean, I would say often the case sober, too. But like really when he's drunk, it's just kind of like, oh, you know, there's nothing there. Right. And, you know, so he said things like, I'm not going to let you drag me down. Right. I literally put this bitch on a pedestal. Whoa. And then Polly said, I guarantee he cares about me way more than he cares about you. And Juliet, I think, summed the whole thing up that all of us were thinking when she said, no one's even explaining what's going on right now. <laughs> and like, literally, I felt for her so much then, even though I don't like her. I totally felt for her because like. What is going on? Like, how, where did this all come from? And why is no one jumping to her defense, especially Alex? Right. Yeah, she was kind of on her own, except for at the end when there was a shot of Kelsey and I think Chloe comforting her. But yeah, I mean, that was the only glimpse of Kelsey we got the whole episode, too, yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I just think it's really sad. I agree with you. Like, I think that, you know, Julia probably shouldn't have instigated that maybe the way she did but at the same time i think it didn't need to get that far and that was honestly all mostly alex where were Polly. they casey key i think it, it looked like it was nighttime yeah but it I didn't look like casey key that's what i thought too oh, they really? were at some yeah. other tiki bar but i didn't know i mean the only tiki bar that looks comparable would either be o'leary's but they weren't there no no, no. i think it was an osprey but it, maybe it was oh really it well, might have you know been what? One of those. We'll tell you next week. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, we'll find out. I couldn't. I, I couldn't tell. But they had um, just. Oh, I was gonna. We'll go ahead. No, you, we'll, go, you go. I was gonna say we should talk about the Alex and Kara thing. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Because yeah. after she, after oh, Juliet says we're broken up and storms off in sad, uh, in a sad storm, Alex says I'm gonna steal Kara back. Want to bet? Immediately. Like immediately. Like clearly, it's been on his mind. I wrote my notes. Now I feel like none of this is scripted. <laughs> so that's good. That's, yeah. that's how you know it's favorite. Oh, and then like Kara goes over and talks to him, which, I mean, literally is just the terrible idea. She did keep her distance, she which did. I appreciated. But And then Garrett had a great line, too, at one point regarding Juliet. He said something like, I think she's jealous of my highlights. Like She's like, why can't my highlights look that nice? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love somebody who's uh, self-aware in that way. Yeah. But then Alex says, well, like, why are you here if you're not interested in me? And she, she's like, dude, I have apartments all around the world. Why would I come here? Yeah. That, I thought that she said that to Juliet I think because oh, right. she called her like a stupid and then they bleep something out but she's like I have apartments everywhere you stupid beep mm -hmm. but um, that was where like, there are rare times where I feel like you see real Kara come out and that yeah. was one where I feel like she was like shut up and then Juliet comes back and she's like are you going to say you're sorry I mean Alex said to her are you going to say you're sorry and then she's like well, what about you and he's like I did nothing wrong oh clearly like what the hell is like yeah. what is in your head that you think that like are you above normal humanity in some fashion i don't get it it's amazing how little responsibility he takes for everything yeah i just feel like julia and alex are like that couple where like you keep having a fight but you're ignoring like the real issue and then they never talk about like what the real issue and i don't know if that's because like they can't see it probably julia doesn't want to talk about it and then also alex just doesn't really see it but i just feel like they're not like 
Yeah, they're not respecting. I mean, he's really not respecting her, but really they don't respect each other. And it's like, you know. Yeah, I think the real issue, like Juliet tries to get out a little bit, she, or a little bit. She says like, you know, I really, like Brian was saying earlier, she wants anything from him. She wants some sort of support, acknowledgement. And she says that, and that's when they end up getting into fights. And yeah. I think Alex, like he likes having her as his girlfriend, but he still wants to do whatever he wants. And he's used to just, living by his own rules and everything that he says is what everyone else goes by so Mm -hmm. it's i think they try to get at the issue but they never it's like they clash when they try to talk about it well they don't they never really talk about the issue and the issue is alex does not support her and seemingly does not care about her right based on his actions so they get together again later and uh alex is like i think we're both at fault here which is clearly not true and she says, okay, but things need to change. Right. And you need to watch what you say to me. And, and then he's like, okay. And then she says, we never broke up. Oh, God. Ugh. I know. Come on. Did ugh. you see that look on Alex's face, too? And she was like, we never broke up. And he's I feel like, like he was like, <laughs> we didn't. Really? I, I've dated like the whole town in the last three days. Like, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, I know about breaking up. And that was that seemed like it was it, but... I just feel, yeah, their relationship makes me sad because they had a lot of, there was that one, like, montage, not montage, but, like, kind of, like, double clip or whatever where, like, he's talking to his mom about Juliet and she's talking to Amanda about um, Alex. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're both, it's like when you have that friend where you're like, you probably shouldn't be with him, but, like, you're my friend, so I'm going to support you through this until you kind of get past it. But it's like, that's what I feel like. Amanda said that at one point. I think she was like, it's not, like... I wouldn't put up with that. I think she basically said, do you want yeah. that for the rest of your life? She was like, and I no would. one should put up with that. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, I totally and agree. At least with Alex talking to his mom, his mom kind of made him see that he was partially responsible for what happened because she said, well, why is Polly getting involved? Yeah. You need to stop that. Like you need to get in the middle of that. So maybe that's what Alex meant when he said, I think it's both of our faults. Like that's he's conceding such little ground, but for Alex, like to admit that he's even remotely wrong right. is like whoa. I also just think when Juliet said the thing, she's like, "We wouldn't be the couple we are if we didn't fight." And I was like, "That that's is so good. dangerous." Not yeah, good. you would. No. You would be a better couple, right? You'd be happy. You wouldn't be a couple, and you'd be happier, right? Right. I don't know why there's that theory of like, oh, if you're really in love, you have to fight a lot because only mm-hmm. real love requires suffering. There's a difference between like fighting about things and then like emotional turmoil, right. which is what they're going through. Right. Well, and also Alex, the thing that he was most upset about that he thought she was at fault for was the embarrassment that he felt from being broken up with in public. Right. I mean, it doesn't have any didn't have anything to do with him doing anything, you know, with with her doing anything wrong right you know it was all the public embarrassment like it just he's so shallow yeah yeah all right so let's talk about the other relationship which i thought was pretty interesting madison and ben no that one's fine that was not that interesting no garrett and kara yeah oh carrot because there were some i thought that (laughs) we chose wrong both times (laughs) yeah i mean i thought that was the most interesting one of the of the episode actually because you got mm-hmm. a lot of emotional vulnerability and yes. like very typical early relationship negotiation. I honestly, I'm going to agree with you. It's funny because the Facebook group that I'm, that I think Laura and I are both part of about the show, a lot of people were saying stuff about Kara like she's awful. And I totally had the opposite takeaway. I actually really like Kara and I agree with you. Like I felt like these were things that if you have body image issues, like that would come up for you in a relationship. And even if like, you know, like, Let's say I couldn't relate to that. Like, I understand where she was coming from, you know, so I thought it was really good. The way they edited that first 
time when they're sitting in his apartment yeah. um, in the dark. Yeah. Um, it made it seem like she was trying to get back at him for uh, continuing to press the issue about right. going over and talking to Alex and stuff like that. But I don't think that was it. No. I mean, I think that she got nervous a little bit at that point about their fighting. Right. And then that kind of brought up that stuff about him touching her leg right. and her clear body issues that she has. Right. And uh, then what did she say later on when they talked about it further? Um that she wouldn't eat before. Yeah, she didn't want to be bloated. Right. Yeah. I mean, clearly she's got some issues there. And it's. I think it's great because all along I've talked about how what a badass she is and how right. in control she is. And in reality, that might just be a cover hiding a big vulnerability. Right. It seems like it is because at the end when her and Garrett were fighting at, I don't know if they were at Casey Key at that point or whatever bar they were at. And she, he kept like trying to be like, you're beautiful. And she kept saying things that were like making fun of him. Mm -hmm. She's just trying to push him away. But he kept being like, no, like, I really care about you. And she was Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 go away. And he's like, no, I really care about you. So it's just a matter of like, seems like she wants to let him in, but she doesn't know exactly how. And it's like you said, it's beginning of relationship stuff. So they're going to figure it out or we're going to see what happens with those two. But I mean, she's, she came across as super vulnerable, which is maybe why she, maintain so much control and i think that they kind of got to it and worked it out a bit and i honestly think it makes sense that he would like trigger that specifically in her because he's like such a guy like his body image is so important to him it's his career it's like what he does spends all day working on and you know in some ways i think it's easier for men because there's more of like an obvious ideal and that's kind of like once you've achieved that you're like okay and you know garrett and stuff like yeah once you've achieved it it's fine I, I tell you from experience, once you've achieved that that Adonis level physical perfection, it's really you don't worry about it anymore as a man. I just I think I think for women, there's more pressure of like it's never enough. And I think that's true right. for men, too. I don't want to say it's sure, not. Sure. But I do think Garrett's at a point where like he probably is a type of masculine ideal. Like yeah, you probably sure. got it, you know. So, yeah, I agree. And I also I think that he did a good job. I mean, I think he. Like push that Alex thing a little too much, but I think he did a good job because I've been in that experience where I've been dating or married to somebody who has, you know, not necessarily serious body issues, severe body issues, but you know, I think everyone has them and you want to get across to them that, Hey, I think you're absolutely beautiful. And whatever you have in your head that you're criticizing about yourself isn't in my head. Mm -hmm. And I think he did a good job with that. Yeah. And it was one of those moments where like, I forgot that I was watching a show almost because when, when they're talking about when she was getting mad at him for like holding her leg, cause she was, you know, like she didn't, she felt like she was fat. I was like, what are you, this is what you're fighting about. And then I realized that's what everyone fights about. Yeah, People totally. fight about stuff like that. Yeah. Totally. Like it's such a small thing that if you explained it to someone, they'd be like, wow, really? That's what it came from. But it totally makes sense that they would fight about that. Yeah. So let's offer a little bit on Canvas and her mom. Yes. They get together again, and her mom, it seemed at first, I couldn't tell where it was going, but right. it seemed that her mom is doing the right thing and saying her she's sorry right. and saying she's going to stick around for a while to get back into Canvas's life. So, I, yeah. Good I thought that was you. a nice scene. That was really good. Yeah. I just was like, why is she doing this now? Like, why now? Why are you rejoining your daughter's life at this point? And I wrote in my review, I was like, is it because of the possibility of, of staying on an, an interesting plot line of a reality television show? Yeah. But I don't know. I was curious. Well, I mean, let's give it the benefit of the doubt and say that may have been the catalyst that got them back together. But, you know, it probably is useful in the long run. 
Right. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, not mutually exclusive. And I kind of liked, I don't know why I need to look at life as like a series of, uh, I guess, like you win or you lose. But like, I kind of like that if Canvas had to win one of those things, I was glad that like Tawny rejected her. But then when she really put herself out there with her mom, it was successful because I was like, of the two of those, dating Tawny in the long run isn't going to be like, I mean, maybe they would be perfect for sure, each other, sure. but it probably will be fine. But like get, reconnecting with her mom, even, you know, despite all the pain, would could have real good consequences for her, so yeah definitely much much healthy. much more useful in the long-term psychological health yes uh then let's talk about the other relationship that i was kind of least interested in i hate to say it this time madison and ben madison and ben all right hold up when chloe showed him that house and said that he was going to be her first million dollar customer that got me i was like i didn't realize ben had that much money ben's got some money he's got cash he's got to be like 24 what does he do for a living well, I don't know. It does, I don't think it matters. I think he's got family money. That's oh, the trick. Um, that hadn't even occurred to me. They have that much money at 24? I told you. To... I would like. I totally stalked him on social media. Yeah, oh. And I found stuff like a, a picture that he posted once of the Christmas tree in, their, in his family house. And that Christmas tree was probably 20 feet tall. And it was in this foyer that could handle a 20 foot tall Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. So, it's, so I coming think they've back got to plenty of that, money. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well, the house was beautiful. Honestly, I say take it, Ben. Yeah, Madison, no, that was a great house. things work out with you in Madison? Yeah. Just buy the just house. Just do it. It's nice. I mean, water in the long term, uh, I think it's on Siesta Key. If it is on Siesta Key, then you're going to have a problem with sea level rise. But, yeah. you know, you've got a lot ton of money. You can afford the insurance. Yeah. Part of life is denial. So just yeah. enjoy it while you can. And you know what? A Possibly hurricane could come tide. through and solve all your problems by uh, letting you move back home. I don't know. There you go. There's the one stop solution. <laughs> we, we got your plot line, Siesta Key. Sea level rise. The real drama you're missing That's out what on. this is all leading up to. Oh, yeah. So then that, them, sh- uh, Chloe showing them that house. Oh, my God. That's when things started to come out. And I loved right. it because they started not arguing, but having a serious discussion. And Chloe's like, I'm just going to go over here now. Um, probably so that she could get her camera and take pictures of them and, yeah. rec- and record it so that she could post it somewhere. Did she say, oh, you guys seem like you're doing well. Did she say that? Yeah. Or I think she was like, all the other couples are not doing well or something like that. I don't remember what, yeah. something like that was said. And I was like, oh boy, well, you know what's going to happen now. Right. But then they had a terrible conversation because right. he's like, hey, this whole music video thing bothers me. And she's like, well, that's a, that's concerning because we're going to have bigger problems than this. And if you can't deal with this, I mean, it was totally weird. Yeah. Like yeah. logic. I, I was mad at Madison. No offense. But like, because I was like, why is she, you know, kind of gaslighting him? Like she was basically just like, well, I'm mad that you're mad. And then it was like, what? Like, this is a valid concern. Like, he's not telling her don't do it. He's just saying, yeah, it freaks me out. It's like, I get it. You yeah. know, I'll- well, and like bigger problems. I mean, I can, I'm sure, I'm, I know there are bigger problems, but also like knowing that your significant other isn't going to be sketchy with their ex, that's actually a really big issue. That's, yeah. don't just pretend like that's not a thing. Like he's, right. that's a totally legitimate thing. And I'm sure they'll have other issues, they would have other issues if he was to move back, but it's legit. And you know, let me give you some advice, some relationship advice. Oh, here we Madison go. Madison and I'm Ben. Uh, and everyone listening, if you need this advice. Uh, <laughs> At that point, when Ben says, hey, this concerns me, then she should say, I understand. I appreciate that you're telling me this. You know, this is something that we have to work out in the future. I'm sorry I agreed to do this, and I can understand why it might bother you. 
So we should just talk about this stuff more so that we're both on the same page. That's what you do. That's right. how you deal with these issues. You right. don't say, well, the fact that you have a problem with this means, well, I don't know how we're going to solve any other or future problems. <laughs> yeah. And also, I'm making it very unclear as to why I want you to live here. And he's saying, like, right. I want to live. I'm moving here for you. And then she goes into this, like, I don't want you to move here for me. Oh. And he's like, in his mind, I'm sure he's saying, but that's what, what that's what I'm doing. That's what yeah. you told me to do. Yeah. Uh, in all fairness, though, I do actually get some of her perspective because I think like in any long distance relationship, when the person moves, you know, essentially to be with you, like he said, that that does put a lot of pressure. And then you get really scared because she's right. Like there, she's like, I'm the same age as her. And if someone did that for me or even like I've been in a similar position where like I've considered it both people. And it's like then you worry. You're like, well, I don't know if we're going to get married. And, and even if we do get married, will that work? And then you're like, well, I feel like I'm what if I make the biggest mistake of my life? So. Okay, that was a little bit of my. No, that totally monologue. makes sense. It's totally, real. it's scary. Yeah, well, but I mean, he's already basically. It sounds like made the decision to move, so you'd think they would have sorted that out before he was looking at houses. Right. No, I get it. But I just noticed that in that conversation, they didn't really seem to be like you're saying, Brian. They didn't seem to be talking. They were just kind of like yelling at each other and like not really listening to what the other person was saying. Yeah. Sir, it was just. Yeah, no, it's totally there. true, and. Let me tell you something from my own history. I moved all a thousand miles away just for a woman. Mm-hmm. And Wasn't this pre-dating too? Hmm? Weren't you guys not actually dating at the time? No, we'd known each other for a long time. But okay. uh, Why do I know Brian's we had, love we, life? we had one really good date and then I moved there. Wow. And so. it was, you know, it put a lot of pressure on her and it made things really rough in the beginning. I'm married to her now, so it all worked out. Nobody... Feel uh-huh. bad for me. That's why I know Brian's love life. But it does put a lot of pressure on somebody. But I think you have to own that. You have to, in your mind, say, this person is moving here for me. Because that is the only reason he's moving there, is for her. Right. And you have to also understand that that does not make you responsible for their happiness. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have a relationship, and it can work out, or it can't work out. If it doesn't work out, that's not your fault, and that's not your responsibility. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of situations where somebody makes a big sacrifice for somebody else, Mm -hmm. and then that other person, when the relationship normally would have ended, might stick it out for way longer than they should because they feel responsible for that sacrifice. And you just have to own it and say, nope. Yeah, and if the person who moves is having a hard time adjusting to that new place, that's not the fault of the person who was living there originally. It's just you have to not blame each other for things. I was going to say, though, back to or when Laura said they were just yelling at each other. Like, I that's what I felt with from this episode is I was like, and I wonder if this is what happened, that they were so like on or off for such a long time that they never even really got to consider <clears throat> what they'd be like in an actual relationship. And now they're it that they're in one. It's kind of like, are they well matched? Like, that's what I wrote down at one point. I was like, they don't seem like a good match because even like their good scenes are kind of like not that good. Like, they don't seem to be communicating well. Yeah, no, Ben and Madison just seem totally off the whole season. I don't know if it's the editing or if it's the actuality, and we'll have a chance to find out. Yes, our big surprise. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking to Madison next week on the podcast, next Wednesday. Yep. So, so we'll have a second, woo. we'll have two episodes next week. Yeah. One, a recap, and one, an interview with Madison. So if you want to, if you have any questions for Madison, yes. go to our Facebook page, Inside MTV to Key Podcast, and ask us right we will be Tell teasing us. us on social media too so if you for some reason are not hearing this we will put it out there for you to do that that's right 
So then we get the music video, like basically the whole oh the gosh. whole music video and Ben at the uh, at Kiseki Fish oh, House. God. It's all very painful and awkward and weird. Did anyone watch the actual music video? Because it was oh my god! I mean, I only watched it once. I didn't go back and watch it, but the the lyrics were just like. Oh no! You mean the actual music video, like the finished product? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I haven't. I was no, gonna say like watching that. them Is that do on? it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he teased, he like tweeted it out, and then I went to his Instagram and found it. But the weird thing is, like, Madison's barely in the video. Yeah. Like as far as I could tell, I, I well, I skimmed the whole thing, and it was mostly him and Alana, right, his music mm-hmm. partner. Yeah. I mean, they seem great, but then it was just like a few scenes where he's like, they're kind of holding hands, but nothing that would have been overly romantic. So, so like, oh. why did she need to be in it? Yeah. Exactly. And then Ben and Tawny, and all I can say, Tawny, is oh, that God. you are just the worst. You know, like what? you, your flirtation is so painful and so yeah. obvious. Right. And I think it's probably because you're on a reality show, and that's right. how you think you're supposed to act because you're a foil. In you're not a character; you're a foil, and so therefore Damn. you have to say things like that. But God, it's it's Jared painful. And let's remember Jared. that Wait, Jared, Jared was oh, not God, Jared. Jared was not I in this episode. Thank God. I on the Just record. like Kelsey not being in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, thank God. Well, his, I guess his storyline's entirely tied to Kelsey. Can we talk about, I don't know why I'm such a big Camilla fan too, but like, I feel like they did her wrong. Like I, again, they kind of did her the way they did Ben, which is like you're, except for this was more the whole show saying like your concerns are not valid and i totally yeah. get mm-hmm. like when alana was like well you're so alana and brandon are talking and it's before the music video and he's like yeah camilla feels kind of uncomfortable the madness is gonna be in the video and at first alana's like that totally makes sense it is kind of weird yeah. and i was like yep. that's awesome but then she's like your girlfriend just needs to understand the musician lifestyle and like she just needs to get over it and she doesn't get it yeah, it was so weird how quickly she turned on I, that right i get that okay here's the thing yes i think her the way that she presented it was perhaps rough but i think it's totally true like she's like first of all it's weird that madison's in this video second of all yeah she's gonna have to get a thicker skin because you're gonna be out there all the time like performing in front of people away from her and doing all sorts of stuff that she's gonna have to see but in the end let's all be honest camille not gonna be there very long you know, it's yeah. not like it's not like they're gonna have a long term relationship. Okay, I am Bless I am me. shipping them. I want them to have a long term well, relationship. I, I, I like Camilla. I think she should like do something to make her happy. But like, That's true. I mean, everyone was was except for Ben. Obviously, was kind of and especially Alana when she discusses with Camilla, she's like, you kind of have to just deal with it. And she said to Brandon after taking Camilla aside initially, she's gonna have to deal with this. But, like, really the bottom line is it's not a matter of, like, can you handle the musician trust, like, the musician lifestyle. It's a matter of, like, is your boyfriend trustworthy? And Brandon doesn't seem to be very – he's not trustworthy. I mean, the way he looks at Madison, the fact that he cheated on Madison, the whole Alana, like, who knows what's going on there. It's, you know, if if your boyfriend's going to be a musician, then, like, you know, that's fine if if you can deal with that. But – it's a matter of whether or not he's worthy of your trust. Yeah, I totally agree. And the whole fact that she was like bringing up groupies and I'm like, yo, last season he cheated on Madison with a groupie. So let's not pretend like the lifestyle has given him all these like saintly things. But the other thing is, okay, he's like a, no offense, Brandon, but you're like a C-rated musician. Like we're not talking about like some kind of like top 100 or even like you're not talking about some famous musician here. So I feel like. I guess I get it, but I'm also like, okay, the lifestyle, like, like, cool it. You're not right. there yet, right? Yeah. 
That's my hot take for the episode. Yeah, so that whole Madison Ben thing was pretty painful the entire time. I mean, at yeah. the end, they kind of had a little conversation, and he's like, they're like, I think we should have better communication. Right, um, moving forward. Madison was way too upfront about him kissing her, uh, about... Oh, yeah. She was very honest. Yeah, yeah, about Brandon kissing her on the cheek and whatever. This is what we did. Let me just lay out the... St- I get the, that, The way though. it's edited together, it's like she's trying to get Ben to leave. It's no. like... No, it's like she's... It's like she's throwing up a bunch of roadblocks to see how serious he is. I hadn't thought about that, but that's possible considering what she said before about not being... Not wanting him to move just for her. Remind me. I'm going to ask her that next week. I honestly think... I mean, I guess I defend her too much. I don't like that she dismissed his concerns about cheating... But I would just think that probably some of it, like, she's just really freaked out. And so she's feeling like, if we can't even do, because I, I kind of get that perspective. Like, you're like, if we can't even deal with this problem, how are we going to deal with any problems? Yeah. But I don't think she handled it correctly. Right. Okay. So Brian, relationship advice episode, apparently Ow. this. But here's another piece of relationship advice. Okay. And Garrett really made a big faux pas that illustrates this greatly. And that is when he and Kara were together and he says you're being ridiculous when she's talking to trying to get him to stop squeezing her thigh or whatever you don't ever call people ridiculous not because it's rude but because what you're doing is dismissing their feelings Mm -hmm. like you address those feelings you work it out even if you think they're being ridiculous which often they are Mm -hmm. (laughs) brian's relationship advice (laughs) that can be the next podcast (laughs) just like different scenarios and brian's like this is what you should send in your relationship questions everybody (laughs) you can just preach and we'll go oh that's interesting (laughs) wow so we get to the best part which has been teased this whole episode oh my god the end of the episode (sighs) but uh basically juliet and amanda meet up at did anyone know where that was for brunch it almost looked like shuggy Boogies, you know that I, I gotta say, I have not, I did not pay attention to where anybody was this entire episode. I was just watching it. Yeah. I don't think Which I is did not either. doing my job because Inside MTV Siesta Key is all about being local it's Siesta called people. Inside, right. After all. right. But maybe you guys could pull your weight. Um, well, normally I do, but I decided not to this week. I didn't either did I. I just like was watching it, but also like I was listening to it and I kept looking at it and I was like, oh, there's probably like important things I should be looking at, but I forgot. I didn't look where they were. But I mean, at one point, Ben and Madison were at that. It was like a greenhouse or something. That was interesting. I I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I didn't even recognize a lot of locations and some of them like tiki bars. It's kind of like so generic that it would be hard to say for sure where it is. But I thought maybe she was at Gilligan's. Like on oh. the patio or something. Yeah, that's good. Because I was like looking at the ketchup holder and I was like, where have I seen that before? Wow. Well, you thought about it a lot, so that's oh, good. Sure. Yeah, let's stop talking about how bad we are and talk about how bad Alex is. Yeah. So Juliet shows up and she, Amanda's like, oh, you seemed upset. And she's like, well, this morning I just had a feeling. Amazing how that happens. I left my wallet at Alex's house. Also, why? Um and she's like, I went in there and Alex was there with his shirt off and there was a girl in his bed. And then Juliet starts sobbing and that's all we know. Yeah. So let me lay out how it's going to go down. All right. I'm ready. Let's go. I, what do you think? Do you think it's going to be denial and then, um, and then the truth is known from Alex? Or do you think it's going to be just he's going to embrace it? No, we already saw a little bit of it if you saw the trailer. Yeah. So he's going to try and get out of it. Right. Clearly. Right. I don't know why either he nor or Juliet wants to get out of it. They should both be out of this relationship. How can you deny that she saw a girl in his bed, though? Like, that's about yeah. as, I mean, what do you say? Nope. 
But but just like this episode, which is an up and down tease fest, right? Right, right. Where they're just like, oh, breaking up. No, not breaking up. Breaking up, not breaking up. What if it ends up being something crazy? Like, just, it's not a girl that he would sleep with. It's just something else. (laughs) It's Chloe. No. Or it's, I don't, who knows? I don't know. (laughs) What do you mean? Like... I don't know. Like they'll find a way out of it, basically. Yeah. I think that he's gonna try to gaslight her a little bit, I, even if there is a like, if there is like a girl that he would sleep with in his bed. I'm sure he'll say something like, "Well, nothing happened," or "We didn't," you know. He'll try to do something to make himself look better, but eventually, it's gonna be. I think she's just gonna be like, "I saw you," and then he we saw him crying on the dock saying he doesn't want to be without her so there's just gonna be more of that mm-hmm. it's like now finally like when she's gone and she's mad at him that's mm-hmm. when he wants to be with her like the only time that he shows that he actually wants to be with her here's my question are they ever gonna break up on the show do we think like Probably permanently not. break up Probably permanently not. break up yeah i don't know it seems like they might get back together again they might break up get back together break up get back together Julia. But the show the sh- gets canceled, then they probably, then maybe they'll break up. Yeah, I mean, the sure cure for him wanting to get back together with her is getting drunk again, because then he won't. So. It honestly, made, I feel exhausted for Juliet. Yeah. I'm just like, don't do this to yourself. Well, we'll find out next week. Yeah. But in the meantime, go back and listen to last year's Madison episode yes. we recorded where we interviewed her and see if you have any questions for her and then send them to us either on our Facebook page or on our website, InsideMTVCSTKey.com. And we will ask Madison your questions. And then next week, get ready for two stellar episodes of Inside MTV CSTKey. Woo! It's going to be awesome. See you then.